with the recent call for a global day of jihad and calls for worldwide protests to support the Palestinians, many are wondering if Islam will rule the world. I mean, that's the goal of the rulers of Iran. Why else do you think Iran is out to destroy Israel and the United States? Well, we'll analyze the current Middle East and potentially global conflict on this edition of The End Time Show. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Dave Robbins with End Time Ministries. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition of The End Time Show. I want to thank you all for joining us in Mattoon, Illinois this past weekend. We had a ton of people show up there. We had a fabulous conference, and I was happy to meet many of you for the first time. So thank you for attending that conference. It was awesome. We've got a lot of conferences coming up in 2024. I think I got one more this year in Thibodeau, Louisiana. And I think that'll be my last conference for this year. All the holidays and parties and all that stuff's coming up that we have to attend. And the first weekend in January, we take right back off into it, and I've got a lot of them set up. So we'll be all over the United States next year. Looking forward to meeting many of you out there. Now, we have to discuss what's going on in the Middle East. I mean, it's the biggest thing right now. Yes, there is world government, world religion, precursors to the mark of the beast. I mean, many different things are happening. But wow, I mean, could this be the beginning of the Sixth Trumpet War? And many people are asking, will Islam rule the world? I mean, prophecies foretell an uprising of the Islamic spirit just prior to the Great Tribulation. <clears throat> so what we're watching right now is the ongoing fulfillment of this prophecy. It's a prophecy of the four horsemen of the apocalypse in Revelation chapter 6, verse 1 through 8, and Zechariah chapter 6, verse 1 through 8. Now, with that said, I wanted to kind of do a deep dive into why in the world is Iran surrounding Israel with terrorist proxies trying to destroy her? Why is that? I mean, we've all got uh, into the details of what's happening but I want to know why, don't you? Because it's prophetic, this rise of Islam in the end time. The Jerusalem Post reports that at least 500 Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad terrorists received specialized training from the IRGC's Qud Forces. I'm going to explain who that is. Uh, about a month before the deadly October 7 massacre, in Gaza, or just outside Gaza in Israel, and the Wall Street Journal reported that on Wednesday. Well, the terrorist, the Hamas forces were trained by the Islamic Revolutionary Guards elite forces in Iran as recently as September, and the report was noted and it cited people familiar with the intelligence related to the assault. So you say, well, what in the world is Iran's Revolutionary Guard Corps, the IRGC, why, why, why are they training Hamas? It's all by grand design, everybody. 
Antonio Guterres says, oh, this didn't happen in a vacuum. It happened because of the occupation of Israel for the last 56 years. That's not why it happened. That's why Iran would say it happened. But I'm going to explain to you what really is going on here. And so we'll get into some questions that we need to answer. Now, before we do, let's talk about First Cup Coffee real quick. The, you know, as you can imagine, we're essentially working day and night keeping up with this war and everything going on in Israel. I'm certainly energized and motivated, motivated by our God-given purpose of keeping up with the prophecies of the Bible and what's going on because we're just prior to the second coming of Jesus Christ. And we want to align ourselves with non-woke companies. First Cup Coffee is not a woke company. I really don't like shopping at different places that support LGBTQ things and all that. I mean, sometimes you can't help it. But if I can support somebody who's not woke, I'm going to. First Cup Coffee is not woke. They, they haven't tried to rewrite our history or tear down statues of our historical figures. They haven't lobbied, lobbied to defund our military. Believe it or not, there are companies here in America that are doing that. And they're a Christian-owned Patriot Coffee Company out of the great state of Texas. And I just met the owner the other day. And they're good people. And very cool. He's a Christian guy, very neat. And so we want to support them. And in doing so, they'll support End Time Ministries and our efforts to reach the world with the gospel of the kingdom of God. They've got 11 different, kind, 11 different roasts. Uh, it's very fresh coffee. It's good coffee. And each one of them is named after a specific piece of American history. Go to firstcup.com. Use code ENDTIME to get 10% off. If you subscribe, you get another 10% off. So go to firstcup.com. Use code ENDTIME to get 10% off today. Now, when we get off into will Islam rule the world, we got to ask some questions here. What does the Iran's elite force have to do with Hamas? Why are they even there? Why is, why is Iran, why do they want to destroy Israel and the United States? Have you asked yourself this? They've been surrounding Israel for years now. Well, why? What's the goal? Because once you understand the goal, then you can understand how far this thing will go. It's not going to go away tomorrow or the next day. This is a regional conflict. It always has been. And I'm going to explain that to you today in great detail. So with the recent global uprising of Islam, the question is, will Iran succeed in their global quest to rule the entire world? world. Now, to answer these questions, we really need to look at a, a the belief system of the leaders of Iran. Because you can sit over here and you can't, when you're talking about this conflict, sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees because you get so mesmerized by uh, 1,400 people killed. and I mean, it's, it's horrific. But sometimes you get mesmerized by that. And I want to look at the big picture. I'm praying for Israel. I have friends on the front lines in Gaza. And so we certainly want to pray for them. But I want you, our listening audience, to understand the big picture here. Because what's happening is very prophetic. This rise of the Islamic spirit, this green spirit in the end time. And their goal is to rule the world. Let me explain that to you. And I'll explain to you what they're trying to do to Israel, 
and in doing so to Israel, they're looking future to the United States. Now, let's go back to, let's say, let's start it, founded in 1946. The Middle East um, Institute, it is the oldest Washington-based institution dedicated solely to the study of the Middle East. I'm going to go through some excerpts of a document that they published because it will explain in great detail what's going on right now. You've got to understand this. Most of the news focuses on the Israel tanks rolled in and this happened. But if you don't understand what Iran's goal is, then you would think, well, hey, maybe this can be over with tomorrow night. It's not going to be. Israel will at some point in time, or, or the United States, will have to deal with Iran. The showdown is coming. And you'll, you'll understand why by the end of the program today. Why is Iran out to destroy Israel and the United States? They are preparing the world for their, their coming Mahdi. Okay? So, on May, back in May of 2022, the Middle East Institute published an, a document, and the title of the document, if you want to read the entire document, I'm only taking some excerpts, go to my Facebook page, Dave Robbins, or email me, dRobbinsAtEndTime.com, and I'll send you the entire document. It's going to blow your mind how this ties into Bible prophecy, because the document was actually talks about end-time scenarios in their Islamic writings. It's crazy. Well, the Middle East Institute published a, a document. It's called Iran's Revolutionary Guard, which is the ones that trained many of these Hamas individuals that invaded Israel on October 7th, and the rising cult of Mahdiism, missiles and militias for the apocalypse. So, these are a few excerpts from that. Listen closely because I want you to understand what really is going on here. Based on the Islamic hadiths and historic Shia narrations, the militaristic doctrine of Mahdiism also calls on Shia populations to take up arms in preparation for the end times. Now this is not a prophecy article. This is put out by a totally secular organization that studies the Middle East. But they're talking about in the Islamic, the Shia uh, mindset, the Mahdiism, the end times. As another public, the, it goes on to say, as another publication on the IRGC, the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps, the and Mahdiism, it asserts, since the foundation of the Islamic Republic is bound to the Lord of the age, Imam Mahdi, in order to truly connect with the Lord of the age, various tasks have been assigned to us, not least regarding the military readiness of the Shias. Iran is Shiite Muslim, Shia Muslim. The uh, people like um, the Saudis, they're Sunni Muslim. Big difference. So, the Iranians, they believe they have a call or a mission from God. It's a religious thing with them. I've talked about Russia and Ukraine. That's a geopolitical situation. China, Taiwan, geopolitical situation. It's over land masses, but not Iran. Iran, they believe they're bound by God to prepare the way for the Mahdi. This is what's going on in the Middle East as we speak. And I'm going to talk about Israel and the United States uh, very detailed here in a moment. In this light, the IRGC's involvement in the Middle East, including its weapons proliferation, ballistic missile program, and support for arming, financing, and training Shia militias 
along with their nuclear aspirations. Think about that. I'm adding that in here because this article was 2022. It's consistent with the modest doctrine. M-A-H-D-I-S-T. Their doctrine to pave the way and remove the barriers, Israel and the United States remove the barriers for the reappearance of the Mahdi. So until now, most Western observers have viewed all the IRGC's activities, again, which are the ones that trained these terrorists that invaded Israel, their activities are viewed through the lens of national interest to many Western viewers, our media, different people. But its involvement in the Middle East is more consistent with the modest, M-A-H-D-I, this Mahdi doctrine, the coming of the Mahdi for Iran. So as I mentioned before, Hamas and the Palestinian Islamic Jihad, those terrorists, receive specialized training from the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, the Iran's, these are forces in Iran, up to a month before the deadly October 7 massacre. They're all working together, folks. This is not Iran isolated from Hamas or Hezbollah. It's like Hezbollah, Hamas, the Palestinian Islamic Jihad. They are terrorist proxies working in coordination with Iran, the IRGC. So since its inception, the IRGC has also been the main organ for advancing the clergy's objective of exporting the Islamic revolution abroad, not just in Iran. That's very key when we talk about Israel and the United States here in just a moment. Now, this is confirmed by Iran's 1979 constitution, which establishes the IRGC. Uh, when you think about that, think of a specialized special force army in Iran, the IRGC, as an ideological army and mandates it with an ideological mission of jihad in God's way. In other words, they're mandated by God to do this that is expending sovereignty of God's law, Sharia law, throughout the world. That's the goal of what Iran is doing. And they got a reason for doing that, and I'll get to that in a moment. So, unlike the regular Iranian army, whose primary objective is to protect Iran's borders, the IRGC, the special forces, principal mission is to protect the Shia clergy and advance the Islamic revolution at home and abroad. Okay, globally, they want to implement Sharia law globally. They're preparing the way for the coming of the Mahdi. And there's two entities that they see in the way of that, Israel and the United States. Now, the anti-regime, and they call it, get this, the green movement. Most of you know Bible prophecy, the green horse in Revelation 6-8, the pale horse which should have been translated green because the original Greek word was chloros. Well, this, this, this um, secular article says the anti-regime green movement, unrest, which emerged after Iran's fraudulent elections in 2009, would see the IRGC further expand its remit in the intelligence field. So they're working, they're preparing, they're surrounding Israel, they're doing everything they can. They're working, <coughs> excuse me, in the intelligence realm, they're working in the military fields, they're funding, they're doing everything they can to take some things, some entities out of the way, some hindrances to the coming of their Mahdi. Guess what those hindrances are? Israel, the two main hindrances, Israel 
and the United States of America. And I'm going to get more detailed than that in just a moment. Before I do, let me mention Birch Gold. You can imagine that um, the situation here when we're talking about these different things and how this could upset the apple cart of potentially a global economy. And you can only imagine world enthusiasts. I just posted one of our articles today about a, a, a nation that's going completely cashless. World government enthusiasts want to impose these digital currencies and digital IDs on their populations and they could even allow officials to prohibit you from purchasing certain products or easily freeze or seize part of all of your money. I mean, think about that. Enabling a government to take more control of your finances. Well, there are concerned Americans and other people around the world, but more specifically Americans that are diversifying their assets into physical gold, silver, and different things. And they're doing the gold portion with the help of Birch Gold Group. If you want a physical asset held in a tax-sheltered retirement account, go to birchgold.com slash endtime to get your free info kit on gold. Um, many people have a, a, an IRA or a, a 401k from a previous employer, and it's just been sitting there forever. Well, Birch Gold can help you convert it into an IRA in gold, and you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. Go to birchgold.com slash endtime and claim your free kit on claim your um, free kit on the gold kit, okay? And so, very important, go there, birchgold.com slash endtime, and make sure, because if digital currency becomes a reality for all, you may wish you had some gold to fall back on, right? So, birchgold.com slash endtime. Now, we gotta go right back to this, uh, what, 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 so here's the question. This is one of the main things I wanted to cover with you today. What are the core tenets? What's the core goal of the IRGC's ideology and indoctrination program? What do they want? What's their driving, what drives them? What drives their uh, efforts to have all these terrorist proxies surround Israel? Because if you don't understand this, you really can't understand what the prophecy says about what's going on, the potentiality of a six-trumpet war, what Israel's facing, if Israel loses, what the United States is facing. This is, a, this is a United States fight as well, I promise you. I don't agree with everything going on in Israel's government, every um, stance they take on the LGBTQ and all the pride parades and all this other stuff. When I support Israel, I support the people that we will be able to reach in the near future um, the ones that will never come to God, I don't, I'll pray for them, but I support Israel as a whole because I know that many of them will be saved before this whole thing is over with and end time ministries is all about helping people make it to heaven. Do I support everything Israel does? Absolutely not. But I support Israel as a nation because God told Abraham, I'll bless them that bless you and I'll curse them that curses you. So I'm going to stand with Israel all the way to the end. I don't agree with all the LGBTQ stuff and all the other stuff they do. Many of them are atheists, believe it or not. I'm not going to stand with all of that. However, I'm going to support Israel. Uh, because I know the Bible says that when the fullness of the Gentiles become in, all of Israel is going to be saved. I'm helping prepare the way for that. That's the goal of everything for me. Now, <coughs> a quick, uh, excuse me. A quick examination of this elite force of Iran, the IRGC, their ideological political textbooks, 
also reveals the way in which it views the United States, not just Israel, but the United States as an evil regime obsessive on world domination. That's the way they see us. Well, they want to implement Sharia law globally. So they see us in direct conflict with that. And this worldview sees the United States as the representation of all that is evil. In other words, they see Israel and us as standing in the way of the revealing of their Mahdi. Do you understand? It puts the Islamic Republic of Iran on the side, us on the side of the bad, Iran on the side of the good, believe it or not. They think what their, the Hamas did to Israel, the horrific, really non-human things that they did to Israel, was a good thing. They believe they're bound by their God to do that. You understand the mindset of these people? So, linked to this notion of the IRGC's other key ideological pillar of eradicating the state of Israel and Zionism, like other Islamist ideologies, the IRGC's Shia Islamist worldview regards Israel as an illegitimate, oppressive, and usurping entity. Now, here's the big thing. I want you to, I want to pause right here. This is extremely important. They say that it, it's, Israel is a usurping entity created in the heartland of the Muslim world to enable the West, the United States, to achieve its supposed colonial goals. So that's the goal here. They want to, they want to implement Sharia law globally, but they believe we have planted Israel there as the first step towards uh, us realizing our, our colonial goals, goals for, the, for, the, for the Muslim world. And so they believe they're bound by God because they're looking for the coming Mahdi that we've got to eradicate the Middle East of Israel and then they've got to take on the United States. You hear what I'm saying? And the Bible says there will be an uprising of Islam in the last days. The green horse spirit just before the um, Great Tribulation, just before, in the, towards the end time. It's the last spirit to arise. The white horse in Revelation 6 is Catholicism. The black horse, capitalism. The red horse, socialism, communism. Those horses, those um, seals have already been opened. And now, the final one, the uprising of the green spirit, Islamism. And they want to, they believe that they have to get rid of Israel. So when you look at the, the whole here, Iran and their terrorist proxies in uh, Lebanon, Syria, even in the West Bank, Iraq, down in Yemen, that the terrorist proxies is called the ring of fire. They've surrounded Israel. That's not going to go away tomorrow. Even if Israel completely wipes out Hamas in Gaza. Look at the mindset of the IRGC and the Ayatollahs in Iran and with Hezbollah in the north, the Palestinian Islamic Jihad, the ones that are in Janine in the West Bank, the, in what's going on in Iraq and Syria and down in Yemen. It's not going to go away tomorrow. It's not going to go away the next day. At some point in time, they are going to have to deal with Iran. They're not, I mean, how could you get away from it? Is Iran going to go away tomorrow? 
Now, this is what's going on in our world as we speak. The Bible, of course, there's a six-trumpet war coming as well. Loose the four angels, bound in the great river Euphrates. The great river Euphrates is almost controlled almost 100% by Islamic factions. So, look at what's going on here in our world, folks. It's very, very prophetic. Now, the article continues. The, this document, the, the liberation of Palestine through the destruction of Israel. Let, let me stop, hold. The liberation of Palestine through the destruction of Israel. This is their goal. It remains one of the IRGC's main objectives, not only them, but the United States. And anti-Semitism pervades every aspect of its ideology. They cannot, according to their religious beliefs, they cannot allow Israel to stay there. So, again, if they wiped out all of Hamas, it, there's another part of the snake that's going to crop its head up over here, and then another part. And if they stamp that one out, folks, at some point, they're going to have to take out the head of the snake, and that is Iran. You know, could it go away in a week? I mean, I, I'd honest, I don't know the answer to that, but I don't see the way the thing's going. This has been happening for decades. Iran is the head of the snake. Now, you say, how do you know that? Well, let's talk about Mahdiism. M-A-H-D-I-S-M. What is Mahdiism? Because this is the thing that drives their belief system. As a Shia Islamist force, the IRGC, this special force in Iran, their worldview hinges on Mahdiism, the return of the 12th divinely ordered Shia Imam, Muhammad al-Mahdi, or the hidden Imam, whom Shia Muslims believe was withdrawn into this uh, miraculous state of occultation or, or hiddenness by their God in 874 AD. The concept of Mahdiism is rooted in the belief that Imam Mahdi will one day return to rid the world of evil and injustice. His coming will bring about one final apocalyptic battle between two armies in which Shias believe that Mahdi and his forces will prevail over evil. Iran's Islamic Revolution is preparing, that's, what that's going on right now with Israel. They believe they're preparing for Mahdi's return because they see Israel standing in the way of that. Okay? So they're not doing this just because they just felt like they needed something to do on Saturday, October 7th. Let's just bust through this big wall and go in and kill a bunch of Jews and kidnap a bunch of people and cut off the heads of a bunch of babies and horrific, unimaginable stuff. They did this because they are preparing the way for their Mahdi's return. The 1979 Islamic Revolution in Iran, led by Ayatollah Khomeini, would fundamentally change the Shia political doctrine and Mahdiism. So, we're going to get back off into that deep. Uh, and you're going to understand all of this before the program's over with today uh, on the other side of the break. So, wow, man, Whew. there's a lot going on in the world today. And unless you understand the background of it all, it's hard to, it's really hard to understand. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment 
of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One-third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. Now streaming on End Time Plus and available to order at endtime.com slash UET. Go to endtime.com slash UET or call 800 End Time. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you. Wow. I mean, isn't it amazing when you understand the history of all of this and what's really behind it all? It's so much more than just, uh, you know, political pawns on a chessboard. These people are bound by their God to do this. And so it's very, very prophetic. Now, before we get into this, let me mention Ready Pantry, uh, because we certainly want to support them. And in doing so, they'll support us. And it helps us with our mission in the world, with what we're doing in Israel, with what we're doing in all of our, uh, all the radio and television programs, we're, we're preaching and teaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and all around the world. People are being saved. It's just, it's an awesome thing. There's nothing more important than this. Jesus said this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world, then the end will come. That was his message. That was the apostles' message. I just preached uh, a unique lesson on the gospel of the kingdom of God at the church in uh, Mattoon, Illinois, Sunday night. I had never taught it like that before, using Bible prophecy to show how close the coming of the kingdom of God, what it was. Then let me show you how to be a part of that kingdom. Never taught it like that before, but man, uh, it, was, it was really awesome to teach, and I'll probably do it more. We may do it at some conferences next year. We'll see how that goes. But you can only imagine, I mean, as Americans want to believe that these you know, the, 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 the grocery stores, I mean, everything going on, that there's all, the grocery stores are always going to be there, but man, they're trying to shut down farmers. All kinds of stuff is happening to our food in America. I mean, the, the you know, growing meat in a Petri dish in some lab, I'm not going to eat that stuff. So, you know, think about supply chains, how quickly they could collapse and food supplies diminish, possibly on purpose. And, you know, we got to pray for the best and prepare for the worst. So what if there's a way that you could have some emergency food supply? I have people ask me all the time, what should we do? Can, you know, is it okay to prepare? I'm like, of course it's okay to prepare. Uh, why not? And so, you know, readypantry.com slash end time. It offers this amazing 25-year shelf-stable food. I've got some at my house. Just in case something crazy happens, you never know. An electricity outage, anything. Uh, and everybody goes to the store, wipes out the, the shelves. I don't have to do that. 
If I had to, I've got some a backup. There's nothing wrong, scripturally wrong with that. Everybody wants to get on this, you know, these crazy kicks and different things. But I mean, I, this is reality. This is life. There's nothing wrong with having stuff stored up a little bit. I'm not going to become a full-on prepper and go bury myself in a cave somewhere because I'm going to teach and preach the gospel of the kingdom of God unless the Lord takes me first all the way until I hear that trumpet sound. But there's nothing, I mean, I, the Bible says, occupy till I come. There's nothing wrong with storing up for any kind of emergency. So the, these meals, they include a breakfast, lunch, dinner, I mean, even desserts. Not to mention the peace of mind you get just by knowing you've got an emergency supply of, of food ready for anything. Power outages, hurricanes, grid collapses, a rolling blackout, I mean, a potential war. The list goes on and on. So Ready Pantry, it's an American-based company. All the products are sourced here in America. You're not going to be disappointed. And, you know, there are many long-term storage companies, food storage companies. They're selling products that have been on the warehouse forever. Ready Pantry's delivering the freshest product that was packaged within the last couple months. It's very important. So Ready Pantry offers discounts up to 20% for their 3 to 12-month supplies. And go to readypantry.com slash endtime and use code endtime and save an additional 10% off plus free shipping on all your orders. And you can also stock your pantry with buy now, pay later options that are available at checkout by going to readypantry.com slash endtime. So, nothing wrong with being prepared for things that are happening around the world, right? I mean, anything could happen, even here in America. The crazier this world gets, there's nothing wrong with being prepared for this, some of this stuff. I'm not talking about going crazy and hiding in a, you know, burying yourself in a trailer and just nobody's gonna get in here and get my stuff. I'll probably end up sharing what I got. I mean, that's just, you know, if, we, if it gets to that point, because that's just who we are. But why not get some of this stuff so you can help share um, should we get into some of these times. Anyway, okay. Go there and buy all of it, and it'll help us out, spread our message. Now, so, in, when we're talking about um, what the IRGC and everything, everything that's going on, they're preparing for their Mahdi. That's the gist of this whole thing. It's a religious thing for them. What's going on with Hamas and Israel right now is Hamas is basically working as a terrorist proxy for Iran to help them realize their goal of global domination and so that they can prepare the way for the Mahdi and implement Sharia law globally. Israel is the first step in that. They love to do what they're doing in Israel to the United States. You understand that's the goal. So, should we support Israel? You better believe we should. They're, they're, they're really the first line of defense against the, the, all of this um, uh, Shia takeover of the world for America. So, preparations for the return of the Mahdi become more serious after the Ayatollah Khomeini assumed the mantle of the Supreme Leader back in, I think, uh, 89, 1989. And this influence began to manifest itself in the late 90s where Khomeini developed a doctrine called, or he really developed a doctrine around this Mahdiism. To prepare for the 12th Imam's return, the Ayatollah claimed that it was necessary <clears throat> to create an ideal Islamic society based on Mahdiism. To lay the groundwork for the 12th Imam's return, the Supreme Leader outlined five necessary revolutionary stages. An Islamic revolution, the Bible talks about an Islamic revolution in Revelation chapter 6-8. The green horse, the rise of that spirit in the world. 
uh, second, uh, an Islamic regime, an Islamic government, an Islamic society, and Islamic civilization. According to Khomeini and his allies, Iran had only achieved two of the first two and was stuck on complementing or completing um, an Islamic government. So, if you remember back the election of the hardliner Ahmadinejad as president back in 2005, it really turbocharged this uh, Mahdiism belief across the Islamic Republic. And as the new president, as the new president, he declared, "We have a mission." Now, this listen at this. This is what they're doing today. We have a mission to turn Iran into the country of the hidden imam. What they're doing is preparing the way for the coming of their imam or the twelfth, uh, the coming of their Mahdi, the twelfth imam. Ahmadinejad would give special importance to the Jam Quran Mosque, which holds the well of Jam Quran, where some Shia Muslims believe the 12th Imam is going to return. Ahmadinejad's administration. Now listen at how much he was invested in this. Back then, Ahmadinejad's administration allocated $17 million in state funds to the Jam Quran Mosque. So they, they absolutely believe in this as well as it expanded its facilities, transforming it from a small mosque into a multi-million dollar shrine, and Ahmadinejad would go as far as constructing the Jam Quran Highway to connect the Jam Quran Mosque directly to the Imam Khomeini Airport in Tehran. So these guys are all in on this belief system. The, the coming of the Mahdi. So you want to know, man, what's really going on with Hamas and Hezbollah and everything in Israel. Now you know they're preparing the way for the Mahdi and global domination and Israel is the first stop on the way, folks. Perhaps more importantly, the, the post-2009 landscape also injected a new dose of radicalism about Mahdiism into Khomeini's close circle. The inner elite hardline clerics began to view, understand, and communicate all contemporary world events in the context of Mahdiism and its apocalyptic, get this, end of the times worldview. For example, in 2020, he claimed the outbreak of the coronavirus pandemic was the preamble to the reappearance of the Mahdi. In other words, they're viewing everything as laying the groundwork for this Mahdi that's coming. And they drew parallels between COVID-19 and the all-encompassing plague that Islamic scriptures describes as the sign of the nearing of the end times. So the IRGC and Mahdiism, this is one of the main things, this is, you know, this whole thing is the main thing, but uh, there's so many points in all of this because it really, it opens your eyes to what's really going on. You say, why in the world would these people break through in Gaza and kill all these Jews and it's horrific what's going on. It's a mental, it's an ideology, folks. They're driven religiously to do this. So the IRGC and Mahdiism. The, the clerical regime's increasing emphasis on Mahdiism. In other words, they believe in the return of the Mahdi, so we need to do things to prepare the way. That's Mahdiism. The emphasis on Mahdiism from the Ahmadinejad period onwards, not, not, le not least post-2009, was absorbed by the, um, the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, the IRGC. 
this special elite guard corps of Iran, which began to more vocally embrace its role in preparing for the Mahdi's return. In 2012, I know I'm going to get this name wrong, but it's, I'm going to try to pronounce it. Hoja Talaslam Ali Saidi. Wow. Uh, the Supreme Leader's representative to the IRGC, he delivered a major intervention in this regard. Saidi, who was also in charge of the indoctrination of the IRGC, he asserted this. Listen closely, and I'm quoting. The IRGC, now remember, these guys are the ones that trained Hamas before they went into Israel on October 7th. The IRGC, I'm quoting, is one of the tools for paving the way for the emergence of the imam of the age, the Mahdi, in the field of a, a regional and, get this, not just a regional, but an international awakening. Now you know what's going on. There's, 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 is there a rise of Islam globally? You better believe there is. It's the green spirit rising right now. Revelation 6-8. And the IRGC Cuds Force, that's Q-U-D-S, plays the primary role in this regard. They were the ones that trained the terrorists before they went into Israel on October 7. In the same speech, Saidi stated that the presence of the U.S., let the, listen at this, the presence of the United States in Iraq is a barrier to the reappearance of the imam. You say, why in the world are they bombing our United States forces in Iraq and, and Syria? Because they say it is a barrier to the reappearance of Imam Mahdi. In other words, they can't have any United States and no Israel in the Middle East. We've got to prepare the way for the Mahdi. So we've got to get rid of Israel. We've got to get rid of the United States of America. Now, once you know that, it becomes pretty important that we protect our southern border, right? Whoa! Did I just say that? So... That Saidi stated that the presence of the United States in Iraq is a barrier to the reappearance of the Imam Mahdi and that the Middle East must change. In other words, we've got to drive the United States out, we've got to drive Israel out. The clerical regime's appetite for changing the international order must also begin to surface in the context of Mahdiism, with Saidi contending that an awakening of the kind that took place in the Middle East required an international arena in Europe and among the American people. It's not just Israel, folks. It's Israel today, but it could be America tomorrow. Say, Dave, that's pretty drastic. I'm telling you what their goal is, folks. You wanna know what's going on in the mind of these people? This is it. And we're gonna get deeper into it on the other side of the break. So, don't touch that dial. You're gonna to wanna to hear this. They don't understand what is taking place. We'll instruct many. Except a man is born again. He can enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself. You are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is. That's where our reward is.
time is not going anywhere. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online with End Time Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. Now, <clears throat> many people would ask, well, or at least I'm asking, if these people are bound by their God to do this, why don't they just pray that, hey, God, prepare the way for your coming, right? If you're, the, if you're Mahdi, prepare the way for your coming and just pray for it. But nope, that's not what's happening, is it? The military responsibility for so they believe, hey, We've got, to, we've got to do this militarily. We've got to go in and take over because we're preparing the way for the Mahdi. The military responsibility for achieving all of these factors as steps towards the reappearance of the Mahdi, driving the United States out of the Middle East, driving Israel out of the, United, out of the uh, Middle East. It, they say it's laid specifically with the Quds, the Iranian Quds forces. Now, of course, we've got to talk about Mahdiism, preparing the preparing the world for the coming Mahdi, and the eradication of Israel. Now, this is in the document. Again, if you, I'm reading a few excerpts of this document. I would encourage you, it's 14 pages long. It's a document you must read. And I, if you email me, drobbinsdentime.com, I'll send you an article, uh, the article, or... Uh, we can post it on our Facebook page. Doug can post it. He can get it from me. And if you can, or if you um, go to my Facebook page, it's on there. I posted it last evening because when I was reading this, I was like, you have got to be kidding me. I mean, it lays it out in triplicate. So, Mahdiism and the eradication of Israel. This is what they're carrying out as we speak. Mahdiism has also become an increasing focus in IRGC, this special force in Iran their indoctrination, and it has come to underpin other pillars of its ideology. It is being used to explain the guard's system of beliefs in which the world is seen as divided between good and evil. As Saidi has asserted, the current era represents the final period of history ahead of the reappearance of the 12th Imam. So they have a sense of urgency to get things done to prepare for the for the the reappearance of this guy, or spirit, or whatever. So, 
with the world being divided between the will of the essence of transcendence and the arrogant powers, that's us and Israel, the former, according to Saidi, is led by the people and the leadership of Iran, and the latter include Zionism, Israel, uh, Wahhabi Zionism, Christian Zionism. The IRGC is increasingly understanding and communicating its official policy of eradicating Israel and Zionism through the doctrine of Mahdiism. They've got to eliminate Israel from the face of the planet, folks, to prepare the way for their Mahdi. While the destruction of Israel has been the IRGC's working objective since its inception, I'm going to read that again. While the destruction of Israel has been the IRGC's working objective since its inception, like other Islamist groups, this hostility was born out of the viewing that the Jewish state, an illegitimate, oppressive, and usurping entity for the West. In other words, they're saying, well, the United States, they want to get a foothold in the, in, the, uh, in the Arab world, and so we, need, we, are, we don't want the United States and their global aspirations here. We want to implement Sharia law. So Israel, we've got to get rid of Israel because that's the foothold of the West. That's what it's saying here. And usurping entity for the West to achieve its supposed colonial goals across the Muslim world. That is not, the United States did not push Israel there to do that. Almighty God, Ezekiel 37, drew Israel back <clears throat> to its homeland where God prom promised Abraham back in Genesis 15, 18, Abram, I will give you this land. Abraham was standing in the promised land when God gave him this promise. He said, I will give you this land from the river in Egypt all the way to the great river Euphrates up in Syria, folks. Israel only inhabits a very small sliver of that. Now, in Ezekiel 37, God said, Ezekiel, go to this boneyard. See this boneyard here, the valley of dry bones? Do you think they can live? Uh, I don't know, Lord. Well, you prophesy to them. Ezekiel prophesies to them. All the bones come back together. Tendons, muscle, skin, internal organs. And God told Ezekiel, this is the whole house of Israel. I'm going to gather you back. After the, after the Holocaust, he brought them back together in 1948. God placed those people there. It wasn't the United States of America. We are Israel's ally because we believe in the Bible. And I believe God put them people back there. And I'm going to try to win as many of them as I can. Because I'm trying to win everybody. I don't care what color you are. I don't care your background. I don't care your pedigree. I don't care how much, you know, whether you got money or you live under a bridge. I'm trying to reach everybody on the planet. And so Israel is very, um, is mentioned many, many, many times over and over and over in the prophecies of the Bible. Revelation, or uh, Romans 11, 25 and 26. When the fullness of the Gentiles be come in, when the Lord comes back to plant his feet upon the Mount of Olives, all of Israel will be saved. The Bible says they'll go out to him and say, wow, you're, you're the Messiah. They knew he was coming back to the Mount of Olives. They understand Zechariah. And the Bible says one will say, where'd you get those scars in your hands? He's going to say, these are those with which I got in the house of my friends. And the scales will peel off of their eyes and they're going to say, you're Jesus and you were the Messiah. And he's going to say yes. And the Bible says all of Israel will be saved at that point. Now, there's got to be seeds sown prior to that. 
Guess who's going to help do that? The people that are vested in Israel today. That's one of end times big projects is Israel. And we got a big one. We're going to do the door knocking campaign. We're going to send magazines to every home in Israel. There's a lot of things. We got the Jerusalem Prophecy College. I'm teaching Jews as we speak. Doug Norvell will teach the class this Thursday because I'm not going to be here. So it's every Thursday that, that the class can get there. We got to do it different now because they're scared to get on the trains to go home because it is nonsense that's going on down in Gaza and different things that are happening in Jerusalem and around Israel. So a lot of the students are, they don't want to get on the trains at night. So we got to get the class done before they go back on the train. So there's a lot going on. But believe me, we're vested in Israel, folks. So the article goes on to say, more recently, however, the existence of Israel is being viewed and understood as the, get this, the greatest barrier, this is the way the IRGC views Israel, that they're the greatest barrier to the reappearance of the 12th Imam. So if they want their 12th Imam to come, they got to get rid of Israel. Now you wonder what's going on with Hamas right now. According to the doctrine of Mahdiism, part of preparing for the reappearance of the 12th Imam is removing all obstacles and barriers to his return. You say, well, hold on a minute, Dave. You just said a minute ago that that was Israel and the United States. I did say that because they see Israel as little Satan and the United States as big Satan because they believe that we are trying to thwart their global aspirations to implement Sharia law and that when their Mahdi comes, he will implement peace and justice throughout the world. And that can't happen as long as the United States and Israel is in existence. Now you don't have to wonder. You don't, you don't have to sit, read the news and wonder, man, I wonder why Iran has the ring of fire around Israel or there's terrorist proxies in Lebanon, Syria, Iraq, Yemen, and in the belly of Israel, the West Bank. Now you know. Now you can read the news differently. And it's against this backdrop that Iran's hardline clergy affiliated with the IRGC, they claim the religious hadiths state that the Jewish state will be destroyed before the Mahdi's arrival. Well, I got news for you guys. That's not going to happen. Israel's going to be here all the way through. I'm just telling you, I can validate the Bible a million ways, and that's what the Bible says is going to happen. According to these accounts, though, the article says, which are legitimized through religious scripture, Shia Muslims will be on the side of the war against Jews prior to the reappearance of the Mahdi. As such, the collapse of the Israeli regime and the Zionist Jews at the behest of Iran and the resistance axis will take place prior to the emergence of the Mahdi. Such accounts even claim that the Shia's war with Israel will take place after a world war. Indeed, the ideological belief that the eradication of Israel is a necessary step for the reappearance of the 12th Imam is increasingly being mainstreamed in the IRGC. A senior hardline cleric, Mehdi Taib, commander of the Amar headquarters and the brother of the Hussein Taib, the head of the IRGC's intelligence organization, asserted during a speech to the IRGC's Basij members in 2015 that the observers must remove the obstacles to the emergence of the Mahdi of the age, the most important of which is the existence of the usurper regime of 
Israel. And this, this relatively new ideological phenomenon has incorporated the IRGC's goal of eradicating Israel as part of the necessary steps for the reappearance of the Mahdi. Okay. Y'all understand what's going on here? We are walking through the pages of the Bible. What's going on right now? The Bible says there's going to be four spirits that control the ideologies of man in the end time. Catholicism, communism or socialism, capitalism, and the fourth one to rise, the final one to rise before the Great Tribulation is the green horse, the green spirit, Islamism. We're living through this right now. You say, well, what's going to happen? Are they going to rule the world? No, they're not. Look at Revelation. Un understand the, the nations in Daniel 7, Great Britain, Russia, Germany, the European Union. Look at the federalization of nations in Revelation 13, uh, the body of the leopard, Germany, feet of the bear, Russia, mouth of the lion, Great Britain, the ten horns of the ten horn kingdom, the European Union. It's going to be a European-centered world-governing body all the way throughout the end time. You say, well, what happens to the Muslim faction on the earth? Well, the Bible says that there's a sick trumpet war coming, loose the four angels, bound in the great river Euphrates, for to kill a third part of all of mankind. The Islamic faction will certainly be involved in that war. And it could, if it, it's not going to wipe out because I know Persia and Turkey are going to be involved in Battle of Armageddon according to Ezekiel 38. But it could greatly diminish their presence in the earth. Um, and so they're not going to rule the world government in the end time. I'm going to write a big article on this for the, you know, the January Feb issue of End Time Magazine. It's probably going to be my main lesson that I teach next year at our conferences because this is happening right now as we speak, folks. We're walking through the, the pages of the Bible, living through Bible prophecy, and this is exactly what's going on with Hamas and Israel and Hezbollah and the Palestinian Islamic Jihad in Israel as we speak. God bless.